0: hey this is episode 181 of the collector's quest podcast in this episode we're talking about the grails the holy grails of gaming your personal grails what are they are they worth it why can't you save up for them give us five stars on itunes tell your mom about the show let's go back to another episode of collector's quest i'm tyler here with johnny i don't know johnny's gonna do something johnny just do it
1: no hey tyler how's it going
0: (laughs) i'm doing just fine johnny what is going on in the world of video games
1: you know there's not a lot happening there's definitely not any news about anything so we can talk about whatever we want we don't have to talk about weird water letters and like weird damages and
0: no nope, they know, just announced that they're dropping the pop report pop report johnny Pop pops get the pop yeah, no, pop pop no. we're getting yeah. all the information Jeffing, nope, on just nes nope. with no seal grades
1: yeah yeah <laughs> people are really upset that there's not going to be they're like, you're not going to tell us what the individual seals want and they specifically state in there that we're not going to do it yet we're going to give you the initial and then we'll get to that but whatever, people's reading comprehension is not great. Um, and they just, they want to know that theirs is the rarest so bad. They they like, how could they ever sell it for millions of dollars if they don't know exactly that they have the bestest, rarest one?
0: It's true. Tyler. I mean, <laughs> John, are you suggesting I, I, grading has something to do with financial gain? Uh, yeah. And, uh-huh.
1: And uh-huh. To uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. But I don't care about that. So we're not going to talk about it. Pop reports, you heard it here first.
0: I mean, I it I, I don't care about the seal grades. I just want to see the raw numbers. Uh, I hope they distinguish between sealed and complete in box. Um, but I want to see like how many nice. stadium event cards they've graded, how many NWCS they've graded. I hope we get that kind of information. And I think it will be enough to cause a panic on some really dumb games if they've graded like no copies of Sesame Street ABC one two three. And I want people to just panic and go try to find one of those.
1: You know why This is exactly what I said I'm afraid of a long time ago. And people are like, we just want pop reports. And I'm like, you don't know what you're asking for. And oh, if yeah, it no. Happens, oh,
0: well, there's there's also people who want the pop reports for that reason, to go oh, like yeah, immediately you know, drop $100,000 on dumb shit.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because they think they're going to make $500,000 or $5 million by doing so.
0: Uh, yeah, get that first to market. And uh, when Wada returns your games next year, then uh, maybe you will.
1: You know, I was thinking we could do an episode and not related to Wada at all. But we could go through and kind of maybe go through the NES library and find hidden gems, you know, <laughs> games that never.
0: Just find <laughs> hidden gems. All, just <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Uh-huh. What, how how does that work, Johnny? Wouldn't we have to play oh. every game?
1: No, no. All you do is look at them and th- like and determine and if it's a, look a hidden gem. At- no, you you go to YouTube and then you type the name of the game into YouTube. If there's not two videos that have come out within the last three months, at least, then it's a hidden gem because no one's talking about it.
0: Uh, I mean, that would that would almost definitely make Sesame Street ABC 123 hidden gem.
1: Oh, yeah. No, there's a bunch of them. Racket attack. I'm looking at you.
0: Uh, a galactic crusader, Johnny. Hidden gem. Yeah. Just saying. There's a, a
1: hatress. Who's talking about hatress? Is Hidden
0: Gems... Is Do people still care about Hidden Gems? Um, do people care yeah. about playing games? I don't know. Uh, I'm, go, I'm going Eyes. to Metal Jesus, the king of Hidden Gems. I'm going to his YouTube channel. I'm going to see if he's still making Hidden Gem videos.
1: Him and Radical Reggie. Those are your Hidden Gem masters. What do you think? Mappy Land and Eight Eyes. Are those Hidden
0: Gems? No. <laughs> No, Nothing on NES is a hidden gem. Either it's like an okay game that people just don't talk about or it's already people know about it.
1: What about Times of Lore?
0: I've never fucking played Times of Lore, Johnny. <laughs> if it's a about great time- game, maybe.
1: Probably it isn't lore?
0: because no one ever talks about it, probably for a reason. I mean, there are yeah. good games that people... Okay, he has a PS4 hidden gem video from five months ago, by the way. Um, okay, cool. I'm glad, I I I'm truly glad have was... no idea what Times of Lore is. Well, yeah, oh, it's so a PC it port. Uh, I'm looking at the PC version because I'm not a, a console scrub who just played Ultima 3 on NES. Sure. It just. Looks... What about Low G Man? Anyone talking about Low G Man right low now? Low G Man's fine. I think it's on enough hidden gem lists. People would say Low G Man. What about? Uh, what are you, you doing? This is not an episode. <laughs> Oh,
1: I thought that's what we were doing. We were talking about <laughs> hidden hidden gems.
0: Low G-Man. I, I bet I could look for Low G-Man, a Hidden Gem, and there's a YouTube video just called exactly that. All right. It's and not. Next. It's from last year. Oh, Have you played it... this hidden gem, all caps? Low G-Man, retro with Glees.
1: All right, what about Totally Rad? Stop.
0: You can't just name all the B-list NES games and be like, no one plays this anymore. Treasure Master, definitely a hidden gem. Immortal. The Immortals. Okay, I'm dead. Actually, no, there was an AVGN episode about the Immortal, wasn't there? That means it- it I probably,
1: yeah. Uh, No, I I thought uh, you had an idea for an episode that you stole from somebody else, and then we were like, oh, let's do our spin on it. (laughs) So let's do that.
0: Okay, uh, I don't even remember what it was anymore. Um, oh, oh, it was Grails. No, I know, Z. but I was in. A, it was some video game sage thread I was in, and someone said, "Oh, it was like what was the last game you completed for the set?" And there was an old time collector, uh, the Wizard Six Six Six. He has an excellent guide to NES box contents on Game Facts. Um, and he said that in, like, 25 years of collecting, he's never completed a set because it's so hard to save up for the Grail purchases. And uh, that just made me think, like, that kind of makes sense because the Grails are never worth it. And I think there's never. there's kind of two ways to, to look at it. There's one, the Grails are basically never worth it because, you know, getting multiple of a cheaper item is usually going to better your collection more. Or two, he has no discipline and he can't save up for his true goals. And I thought it would be a good episode topic.
1: Okay. Um, but I, I think we need to clarify what a grail is because, and, and this has been a topic on video game Sage and Nintendo age before people fight over the terminology of grail. They're like, that's not a grail. And people are like, well, it's my personal grail. And they're like, you can't have a personal grail. And you, you absolutely can. Um, so a grail can be defined by like a set, like it could be like the highest priced, most lore specific out of reach item that it takes to acquire the whole set. Or it can just be, uh, an item that you are, you know, on a, a hunt for, and it is near and dear to you. And it is of the most personal importance that you get that one item and it, you know, may take you a while to get it. Uh, and It you ha- it requires some amount of perseverance before you can achieve it. Um, so there's personal grails and then there's like the idea of the set grail. And then there are grails beyond grails because people like stadium events there is a grail.
0: There are no grails beyond grail. All right, so just to yes. be clear, I'm taking the opposite stance of you where everyone can have grails and everything's a grail. No, everyone should just stop saying the word grail. Because you're wrong,
1: that's there was one holy
0: grail. I don't even know if that's true. There's multiple legends. I think there's the Last Supper cup, and there was also a cup used to collect Jesus's blood, and those have kind of mixed into the same cup, maybe. I don't know. Um, it's like something of great value that's almost impossible to obtain, and there is one of them in legend.
1: No, there is one holy grail, but you can, there are individual grails. So, we're just talking about cups, yeah. Okay. So do you no? it's a grail and we'll do the shitty as defined by the dictionary Webster's, whichever uh, is a thing that is earnestly pursued or sought after the Holy grail is specific to religion and the cup oh that God, John, Jesus drank from at is, the last supper.
0: It's so, some real minutiae here.
1: Well, I mean, it's, but you can, there, there, there is not like the, the grail, uh, the pursuit of a thing that earnest pursuit is defined by the individual.
0: So, okay, but I want to put the emphasis on pursuit because if Rule of Rose is your personal grail, there is no quest to find that game. It's on eBay all day, dozens of copies every day of every week. And the only pursuit there is you need to work enough hours to save up for it. That is not a pursuit. That is just you saving up for something you want.
1: But you could say that about stadium events.
0: Uh, yes, I agree.
1: So stadium events, not a grail.
0: I think uh, loose, definitely not.
1: By your definition, there's only one grail and we all have to decide on it. And I guess no, it's the cup that Jesus has drank to be from. I don't know. Strict. what are you... Oh, so so now now there can be multiple grails, but, but you have to be the one who says what counts and what doesn't.
0: I don't have to be the one who says what counts. I just think it should be who a does? very limited number of things. I mean, it's not a strict oh. definition, Johnny. It's also a dumb term that people can say whatever word they want. So why am right. I going to complain about it? Which is how I normally act. But since we're talking about it, not everything's a holy grail.
1: No, but that's why there's personal grails. So why can't why can't why can't you just let people say it? you know what they mean? It's the th- <laughs> it's the thing they that they it, want most. But
0: when they say personal grail, and they just mean it's a thing I want that I just need to save up a little for because it's not that rare. Why is it a crime?
1: I'm going to let you in on something. Sometimes people are bad with terms, and they're bad (laughs) at being clear. So they use shortcuts in language that they've heard to describe a scenario or a situation, to communicate a message to another individual. That individual, while the message might not be the best message... You, as a good receiver, can take that message and distill it down to its best parts to create an understanding and then share your understanding back to the the message sender so that they understand that you understand and then you guys are communicating. Or you can be a nitpicky bitch and be like, no, there's actually only one grail, or the three or four that I define, well, not me specifically, but a group of individuals who come together and say that these are limited enough to be defined as grails.
0: Yes, and there's also a a thing, if you use a term too much or you're too hyperbolic with everything... If you just came out of Peter Jackson's King Kong and you say, wow, that was probably the greatest movie ever made, then suddenly the term greatest movie ever made doesn't really mean anything anymore.
1: Why it was the greatest movie ever made?
0: It was, did you see the I, size
1: of those bugs?
0: I picked Peter Jackson's King Kong, only movie I've ever fallen asleep to in a theater.
1: <laughs> Man, you should watch the director's cut. Oh it's my so God. It's so much better.
0: I played through the entire game, though. Gotta get those thousand sheep. Did
1: Did you get the... Uh the HD version that came with the HD Who drive for the Xbox is 360. Those things
0: were on sale for 20 bucks at fries.
1: <laughs> oh man. Did I tell you that one time in my life I, I picked super wrong and was like, I think AD, HD is the one that's going to win.
0: I yeah. will. Uh, I literally thought that Blu-ray would win just because the syllables made so much more Like Blu-ray versus HD DVD. HD DVD just doesn't work, man. No one's going to buy HD DVDs.
1: Yeah, I was always just calling them HD. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's go with HD. I thought that was a thing people were saying. Also, like the format held more. I was like, yeah, this like looks like it makes sense because you'll be able to put more content on each disc. And they're less
0: expensive. Yeah. Well, actually, wait, Blu-ray HD DVDs had higher capacity when they first came out? Yeah. Oh, all right. I don't remember that. I, I was I was like I like talking about this format war, but I don't know. I I for some reason I thought Blu-ray was gonna win already. But that could just be me looking back in hindsight and being like, I knew Blu-ray was gonna win. But I mean it was built oh, into the PS3. I mean come.
1: like it like once it went into the PS3 like natively, it was like, Well, I guess this is kinda of fucking over. Can you um, what
0: when did that HD DVD drive come out? Was that like two thousand seven? Oh, I don't know. It was so long Less ago. Less than 15 years ago. Less than 15 years ago, we came out with an add-on that just, it was like a $200 add-on that just played movies. That I, is so I insane to think
1: about. I should have known. Like, it was the Sega CD of its time, oh with my, the 32X. Like, I should have looked at it and thought, 32X, a trap, a void. But I was like, oh, I could get involved in this format war. I know a thing. <laughs> No, fucking. I will always geez, buy me my physical co- media. Yeah. Well, I can't see a time in my life where we're not just having thousands of discs around at all times. That sounds crazy. <laughs> when, are we gonna, when are we ever going to have hard drives big enough to even store one of these? Do you know how many gigabytes is on this disc? 2.5. <laughs> hey, God damn it. So it's just me and my copy of King Kong and my first season of Heroes. On, on good HD. season though yeah Weren't the only the season of heroes that a- those two things yeah um yeah anyways hd totally not a grail so if you're wondering what a grail is just think of the hd drive for the xbox 360 and then do the opposite and you might find grails all so, right Johnny. um let's get on to it we 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 debated what the hell these grails are there's I'm telling you, I think people will define them, and this is outside of what you want, but I think people will define them as their personal grails. I think there are grails that are defined by the sets that they're actually in, a la stadium events.
0: I think a a uh, personal grail is an item that you know isn't actually a holy grail, but for some reason you just want to use that word because you think the word is so cool. And if you say grails plural in a sentence, meaning you're referring to multiple things that are both the holy grail, even though Johnny thinks it's not holy and we're just talking about cups here. Can I multiple grails when you're t- It's like, why, unless it's a really why are specific you trying to bring,
1: Why are you bringing weird religious stuff into this? Well, why, why, cause why you, we you said that the
0: Holy grail there is one of, but grails just nice cups. Yeah. We can have multiple of.
1: Well, I, that's not exactly as the definition reads. Uh, it's weird that you wanted to do an episode about this, but then did no research on what grails are. That's fine. No, Johnny, I um, went to
0: Reddit. Let me give you my research here. Um, I found from the past month, I found individual items that were posted as grails. And I specifically filtered out anything called a personal grail. Oh, did you? Yes. So these are the real grails. Um...
1: Okay, these are the real grails, as defined by Reddit, a super reliable source yeah, exactly. for gaming the, knowledge. Yeah, you oh, know right. what? I can't One wait of to the hear biggest
0: these. communities of game collectors, certainly a hundred times bigger than Video Game Sage, or, I don't oh, know, Instagram's look, like weird. But.
1: You know, there there are so many people, and there's so little knowledge. It's a conundrum.
0: <laughs> it, this is the average game collector, Johnny, though. They're not. In, like, high-end Facebook groups, they're not on video games, people.
1: They aren't people who are listening to this they're, podcast. That's fucking true. Are they not? No, they I might. feel like
0: people... do we, we, we have normal think, people listening to this podcast? Please tell yeah, me. Yeah, we
1: probably do. We we probably... But they are probably... We actually haven't dunked on Reddit in a long time.
0: Fallout there 3 was a Survival wild. Edition, Johnny. Oh, is that a grail? That's the one that came in the, the big-ass box... Uh, I, I oh, assume that's one the, of the more yeah. expensive things on, on Xbox 360. I don't really know. The one know. that came with the pip It came with the Pip-Boy, yeah.
1: Yeah, Pip-Boy in a lunchbox, I think, or was the lunchbox just a separate edition? Uh,
0: it came with entirely. the Pip-Boy and the lunchbox, yes. Okay. F- Metroid right. Fusion, a oh. boxed Super Nintendo, a Castlevania Dracula X cart. Hold on, okay. so <laughs> So
1: Super Nintendo in a box... How many millions of those did they sell? Uh, Pretty uncommon system.
0: It was, uh, um, I forgot if it was the Superset or just the console one, but uh, okay. okay, it was the Grail either way.
1: Uh, and Metroid Fusion, um, one of the, the tentpole Nintendo series on the GBA.
0: All right. Uh, and okay, my favorite yeah. one was uh, Complete in Box Pokemon Coliseum.
1: For the N64? not or, for GameCube. Or no, for GameCube. <laughs> GameCube, it's not even an N sixty four.
0: Just all right. So if there was, if someone had been talking about something super rare, I don't know, Nintendo World Championships, Johnny Red Sea Crossing, I would have put it on this list. But no, these were the only games referred to. You as You were brands. on Reddit. <laughs> all right. Of we're gonna...
1: course that. Of course that's what was. It. And also here is the thing. So what these people meant, like. They're like, "Oh man, Metroid Fusion is my grail," right? That's what they said. So what are they trying to convey there? This is what I'm I'm conveying. I to you, understand Tyler. that. They, yeah, so they, they don't like they're not like this is the hardest thing to find and this but this
0: is the one. But you have to quest for a set- grail. The whole point of the grail is the quest.
1: What you didn't have to quest for your four? Metroid
0: Fusion. It's just Either your favorite no, game I'm, or a I'm game you wanted. I, I don't. We I'm don't need to old. have this conversation. I bought it.
1: I, I'm old. I bought it when it came out. I was like Metroid. All right, let's do this. Like I got all my other Metroids because I'm old. So of course they're not a Grail item for me.
0: I think all those things are cool. I would want to have all those things too. All right.
1: So personal Grails as you're saying, I'm going to say, and I agree with you can be pretty loose and you probably shouldn't take those as real grail items. But I think other, the other way people refer to grails and that's why I was trying to tell you is there are, uh, you know, gatekeeper items, um, you know, keep you from completing sets like stadium events that are like, Oh, it's a grail because you can't get it or Nintendo world championship also considered a grail. Um, I, I, think stadium events is not really a grail. Um, I think Nintendo world championship is like, might be an actual grail. Well, how do you feel about that?
0: I think so. I'm going to go back to, it's in like this almost a grail thing for me because so like complete and box stadium events, pretty hard to find Nintendo world championships though, because it has entered this speculation market. There's a ridiculous number of them for sale. They are constantly coming up. I remember, you know, but just a few the years same ago. Ones? People oh, would were, be posting like never. I don't know if they're the same ones. Uh, but a lot of new ones have popped up and been graded and all that too.
1: The other thing is back the like back then. Back then, like it was so long ago. Like five years ago, three years ago, whatever, people just sold those, you know, behind closed doors. Yeah. They didn't reach the open market. But now there's an open market where you can reestablish value. So I don't think it doesn't behoove people to do backdoor deals or backdoor, uh, backroom deals. They can bring them up front because you want to shed some light on this because uh, you want you want the world to say how much money these things are.
0: Exactly, but I know also in in those olden days of the late 2010s, there are definitely some people that like I've seen on Nintendo Asian Video Game Sage go on their own little quest for a Nintendo World Championship. And now it would be like, well, let me wait till the next major heritage auctions. They'll probably have a decent Nintendo World Championships there, which is a totally different world. And I'm like, I don't like, I'm not going to be the defining line on whether or not like NWC is is the great Holy Grail, but something like NWC Gold, despite the fact that there's a $2 million one on eBay, that doesn't come up for sale. I think that would firmly fit as a, a true Holy Grail, even though there are a whopping, Twenty six of them. I don't know a dozen known. Someone knows how many are actually known.
1: So, how about this? Uh, how about this type of grail? Um, conditional grails. How do you? How are you going to feel about that? Man, I really want this in that nine point eight seal. Like, are these now grails? Or are these just bullshit items that happen to be sealed? Are those grails to you?
0: I mean, I guess if you have to search for something really hard to get something in the condition. So the
1: search. So, the search is part of it, but sure. the commonality. So, you condition can create a grail?
0: I guess. I'm not a Even condition though it, uh, guy, so I don't know, but I guess. I,
1: I, I'm I no, not yes. for that. You know I'm what? Fucking yes. That.
0: You know what's a grail? The sticker sealed fucking Super Mario Brothers. Because uh, Dan Maresca was searching for that specifically for years, and he finally found one. And that was like the big search. That was the grail search is over because that was found.
1: That's one item but that's like a, a sealed Mario. Like, what about just a sealed Ocarina of Time? Could that be a grail?
0: What are you you're trying to... <laughs> like a 9.8? What, what is the goal of no, your question I, here?
1: I'm I'm trying to see. You just, you did a, you you wavered and then you went hard at one. And yes. to say, yes, conditional rarity creates grails, even if it's a common fucking item that anybody can go find anywhere, almost any time, except for like one minutia difference. I guess, if, uh, you, if
0: you have a... A VGA 95 plus or 100 Ocarina of Time, I guess. Because I guess that would be super rare. Do
1: do you want, is that like, so when when you think of one of the most sold games of all time, do you feel comfortable calling it a grail?
0: I don't know. I I, I have no opinion. I don't like being put on spot for things I don't have strong opinions about.
1: You are conflicted.
0: Yeah, I think sure. Backing off I'd that. have to I'd I'd have to think about it more, Johnny. Also yeah, the definition wh- doesn't matter. Everyone knows what we're talking about. We're not here to gatekeep the word Grail. Oh, yes I, you uh, are. Oh you yeah, just no, I am. Me. I had you my I had did. my ten minutes where where I got to do that, because this is the episode yeah. where I get to do that. But uh I'm not going to take a firm stance on things like conditional grails. You see, because oh, no I mean, does anyone use that term. I don't. I don't know that people use it in uh, that way. I, no one's no, like I'm I, looking I, for the people, grail. A, a nine point eight. Oh, a+ they definitely. They
1: definitely. Yes, they definitely do. One hundred percent. Does every set have a grail? I know we went into this conditional thing, but I'm I'm curious. Like from the people who collect sets, do you actually think there is like every set has a grail, or do you just think there's a game that's expensive?
0: Absolutely not. I've said multiple times there is not a rare game in what most people would consider the Xbox set. Uh
1: what about Super Nintendo? Does the Super Nintendo have a grail?
0: In are you saying like his mountain bike rally speed racer a grail?
1: I'm I'm letting you decide.
0: Uh, I mean Yes, it absolutely does, Johnny. Nintendo okay. Power Fest 1994 there are two okay. of them that's a great all right
1: okay now what about ones that are actually required to complete the set like we were talking about
0: no because we usually define our sets around the obtainable things
1: or real things because if you said prototypes or one of ones then then set keeping would be would be dead and you'd or you'd have I to mean, like yeah, look it, at know, all the proto carts. it would just be a fucking nightmare yeah, People create rules so we can have a polite society, tower, you fucking anarchist.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't like Max isn't in the set. I mean, because no. we say like, oh, well, it's the set of retail things that you could only really buy new at retail. Yeah, so
1: I mean, yeah, Max is outside of that. But Super Mountain Bike Rally is Donkey Kong Country competition. A grail is Star Fox a grail. The competition card, obviously.
0: I don't know, Johnny. I I feel like anything that's like mass produced, even in like pretty limited quantities, I don't think of as very graily. Even though they could still be very expensive, very collectible, very desirable. I think of a grail as something like you literally cannot get one. Like you literally cannot get a power fest. You literally cannot get a gamma attack.
1: Okay, uh, so I I've been playing devil's advocate this whole time, but I totally agree with you. Oh my
0: fucking god. Um, god.
1: yeah no i i do i i think the word grail is too too loosely used i understand what people are doing so i I, like you i'm not trying to be a gatekeeper on the word i'm just trying to understand people and what they mean and i understand when they say grail and that's why i say no these aren't really grails these are just like barriers to entry uh when you you're looking at the set you're like okay i'm gonna do the set but you're definitely this here's your hard part like all this other stuff you know, can be hard, but, like, here, here's the your hard pills to swallow at the end of the set. Um, or at the beginning of the set, if that's what you go with. But I agree with you that they, the terms are are a little loose. Um, I would prefer if there was just actually, like, one grail, if there was, like, one item everyone was questing for. But that's that's not it. You know, uh, a la King Arthur and all these knights and, like, game questers were out for this one thing that might exist, and then somebody finds it. That would be cool. But that's not really... The world we live in um we live in um a world where people mainly mean expensive games or grails i think right
0: yeah i mean i think the closest thing to that would have been nwc um but like i don't even know how like there are definitely atari people who are like i stop at atari i don't go into that nintendo stuff like i don't know how they feel about nintendo world championships and i definitely don't know how like someone who's 16 years old and just got into collecting games do they give a shit about nintendo world championships or are they just like oh man africa on ps3 is a pretty rare game if you're 16 I mean, they- tell me what like the coolest games you that are <laughs> you think are out there because i want to know because everyone i yeah. talk to is like 40 years old johnny we're very boring and and
1: set in our ways and we've all yes we've all agreed on what the things are that and that's kind of why i wanted to talk about it. so um like, there are, like you said, there's a few games you consider to actually be Grails. I, w- I want to hear some of your actual Grails besides the NWC. But what about, like, when- I'm just going to throw a couple more at you. Blockbuster World Championship card for Genesis. Grail? There's very few of them.
0: See, there's very few. I don't know. How many are there, do you think?
1: Uh under 15 maybe under 10
0: that's ridiculous i think we could we can maybe bump that up to grail status johnny but the weird thing of that is until maybe very recently i don't even know what demand is like there has been like a couple for sale pretty perpetually on ebay so for a very long time it wouldn't have been something you had to search for you would have just had to dump like 20 grand or whatever they wanted on ebay
1: uh i mean but that came in that came and went that comes and goes because it was a period from like 2008 to 2000 like 15 where only like two were ever sold i think yeah like yeah on ebay and then there was like this period where it was like 2015 to 2018 it was just like three that were available like at and i but i think one of them was so overpriced at the time that it just sat there forever
0: no, I I know. So uh, how about this? If I know you don't listen to reserved investments, he has gone off on some rants about how pop culture collectors call things rare when nothing that's mass produced for pop culture is rare at all yeah, and when you
1: know how i feel about that that's just that's the same thing as people getting upset over the world grill it's some know, stupid I ass know. shit and it, and rare like yes rarity isn't a sliding scale except it is when people are talking about within their own thing it is rare compared to this um is is what people mean um so anybody who doesn't understand that and like this fucking dummy over on reserved investments who gets on his horse. And I've seen some of his dumbass ass rants. Cause people send it to me. Says, this isn't rare. No, it's, it's, this is what rare is. Blah, blah. Okay. Yes. The thing that is one of two. Yes. Is more rare than the thing where they made a million. Of course it is, but that's not what people are talking about. Uh, you know, you, you, when you start shutting down avenues, of communication and you just start to refuse to understand people. I just get angry. You're just like, you're being belligerent and they're like, this word only means this thing. And I'm like, you know what? That's not true. Language is a fluid thing and we adapt it to suit our needs. And because it suits us, language isn't the thing. We are the thing. We use the language the language doesn't use us. So, Sitting there and getting really strict about what word means what. If everybody comes along and says, this is the thing we agree to, you are in a little speech community, the words mean what they mean. especially. And that's the other thing. If you are in within a niche community, a hobbyist, a group of individuals who all know what that means, coming out of that group, standing outside of that group, and then railing them for what they say you know, and using the words, Oh God, what's the term? I can't remember. Uh, basically when you have a speech community going in, telling them that their words are dumb and wrong, it doesn't matter. They're in their own insular community. You can't tell them what things should mean to them. They've already made the agreement. You are an outsider being an asshole. Knock it off.
0: Yeah. uh, That's a hundred percent me. And so that's why I I don't obviously go off on rants like this, but like the word retro, I mean, I, I know. Yeah, there's the dictionary definition and then there's the way that millions of people use it in relation to games, which is what it fucking means at this point. So, yeah, you, you can't argue the commonly accepted definition with a dictionary. Wow. That's The dictionary is yeah. wrong in that case. It's not that you're right for quoting a dictionary.
1: Yeah, but people think they are. They're like, this thing was written by some guy who said this. And you're like, you know. Just a, a person just wrote that down and we can go ahead and change it. This thing isn't fucking gospel.
0: Let know, me get that, on wiktionary th- real quick.
1: Yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me tell you about this word. Um, like name any word that you hate, like irregardless, a, a word regardless is the word Irrega- irregardless is a double negative. You're you're not regarding the re- the thing you're not regarding when you say you're regardless. It, it makes no sense but enough people used it and here we go Uh, irregardless now gets put in dictionaries and i understand what you mean when you say it doesn't mean i have to like it but i understand um you know there's a time to pick your battles on words and you know who's right unfortunately (laughs) if you're picking a battle against
0: a word i mean you're usually wrong
1: (laughs) yeah it's like uh, unless you got an army of people behind you it doesn't matter how like right you are and uh, however indignant you feel inside i'm sorry some hard to swallow pills for you guys however indignant you feel however right you feel like you are however that was drilled into you in school and you were just told and like maybe you got hit by a teacher for using the word wrong or something and you like really remember that moment you've personally beat into you doesn't matter that you're just not going to stand against the tide
0: i will say though The less you use a word, the more impact it has. So if my grandma dropped an F-bomb, it would be like, oh, shit, time to listen up. This just got real. But if she said it all the time, then it wouldn't have any meaning behind it.
1: Yeah. If she said it like we do on this podcast, it would be... It would be pointless. Like, it would just be some of the words. It's not like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that. It's like, of course they said that. They say it every episode.
0: Even if you hate me for being the language gatekeeper, which I'm totally not like actually trying to be, um, I challenge you to call something a grail like once a year so it has impact behind it and people know, man, this guy's serious when he's talking about- that dreamcast copy of of quake 3 that's really a grail for him he hasn't said that in a long time
1: i would agree with that sentiment you don't see me throwing around the word grail with my stuff uh at all like i i don't really have any I mean, real grail items
0: you just told you just had to ask me if blockbuster world championships is a grail so i mean it I, sounds like you didn't I, even know
1: i don't i because the other thing is if you're like thinking about what a grail is completely like the one item, the questable, rarest thing that you will pursue, maybe like the also the idea of the grail is that you may pursue it forever and never find it. It may never be found. It's a quest that may never be answered. So I actually
0: looked this up. Um in Arthurian legend, Percival's quest for the Holy Grail took five years. And it was like in an age where like life expectancy was like 35 years old. He did find it, um, and it took a significant portion of his life. I thought, I didn't, I don't know anything about the, the Grail Legends, but apparently he did find it, and it took a while, but not, like, for fucking ever. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Interesting thing. I don't think it really has any relevance to talking about uh, video games, but I did no, look that up, uh, Johnny. Good. And you know what? I've also, uh, I've had some time to stew on it in the back of my mind. I'm going to say that conditional rarity, if you're questing for something, especially like something that might not exist or just is like in the absolute best condition, absolutely that can be a holy grail. Because uh, I, one of my examples that I thought of for the episode of like a real holy grail, uh, low serial number NES console. So uh, people who have like double digit NESs, and I don't even know how many there are, and I don't think there are any single digit NESs that are known to exist. Literally something, you could put a $100,000 bounty on a single-digit number serial number NES, and it might n- just not be out there. You have to go search for it. You have to flip over consoles, and you have a 1 in 42 million chance, well, divided by 10, right? 1 in 4 million chance of it being a, a single-digit. How many NESs sold? Was it 80 million? I might be totally wrong here. You have a 1 in some million chance of doing that every time you flip over an NES. That's... A quest because you can't even throw money at that problem, you just have to go find it. Yeah,
1: and it, they may not exist because those may have been uh, early proto and test review ones that you know were then stripped down for parts later, or it's an electronic item, so it may have just failed and become recycled goods at this point.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure like most NES's have just been thrown out at this point, so they, they could just be gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, you do see those people who will sometimes just still wheel out stacks of old NES toasters, and you're just like, holy shit, what are you doing with all of those? And they're just, like, in the worst shape you've ever seen. It looks like they just dug them out of a landfill.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's some Japanese stores where you could look at, like, their Super Famicom stock. It'll be, like, literally thousands of Super Famicoms. It's like, what's happening? (laughs) Who's buying these? You're selling these for $5 each. What's happening here?
1: How did this happen? Anyways. um, So... All expensive games aren't grails. That's a key point for people. There has to be some kind of quest. It should probably take some significant portion. So if think about that, um, if you're talking about like the actual grails, yes, I'm not gonna kill you if you say personal grails, but know that that comes with some limitations. Um, a grail could exist in a set, but most retail sets don't actually. Have grails is my point of view. Do you have anything more on grails?
0: Uh, you know, you said all expensive games are not necessarily Grails. And I think something... Oh, got, we're going back to this terminology thing over and over. But something... Uh, I feel like there's got to be some amount More. of longevity to the item for it to be a Grail. So there are just games, especially... I don't know. Let me come up with a random time period. The last three years that went from something nobody cared about to some of the hottest shit it, on planet Earth, in terms you of mean
1: video PS games.
0: PS3? No, what? John, what are, are are you just trying to like trip up my line of thought by saying stupid bullshit that doesn't mean anything, Johnny?
1: No, you said something that didn't mean anything, and then got super hot in the last PS3 three
0: years. is not like super hot. There was that one like week, still hot. Still oh my god,
1: Puppeteer, super hot. It's a Grail.
0: I I mean like sealed NES stuff or something. Or whatever it is. Oh, oh, oh,
1: you mean things that sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> like it, a Zelda third print. I mean, that's something that people would have wanted beforehand. But uh, if it's just like trendy, Poopslinger, Johnny. Fucking that's the game I'm thinking of. Poopslinger, literally no one might care about Poopslinger in 20 years. And I feel like it's weird to have a grail that has like a time limit on it. Like, and there could be like a thousand more copies of Poop Slinger that come out for all we know, or everyone could just forget about it. Like, it's such a weird kind of hype driven momentary okay. thing that it's, I don't know.
1: To be, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm wanna, gonna, can I see if I can clarify for the audience what you're trying to say? That to be a grail, it has to have existed for some amount of time greater than it has to have been around for at least like 20ish years or so to, to re reach some sort of cultural awareness and status beyond just a flash in the
0: pan. Maybe, I don't know if it has to be 20 years, but it, it can't just be like I'm, the trend I, of the day. Uh, I think.
1: Okay. Well, poop slinger, I think was like three years ago. That's
0: not the trend of the day anymore. So okay. I, but uh, I, uh, all right. Does anyone even want poop slinger? How many are on eBay right now? I, I don't know. Who cares about that game? Uh, there's one on eBay uh, oh it's open box oh man you opened your poop slinger bummer uh, six thousand dollars
1: that's so dumb <laughs> uh, like why there's so many better things to spend your money just go dump it on any random piece of crypto and just do better with your life um, just don't just don't on poop slinger man that is um and I would have said that that's what I said when poop slinger was like two hundred dollars and now it's six some guy might get six thousand so what do I, I fucking
0: doubt know? anyone is paying six thousand dollars for an open poop slinger or any poop slinger oh it comes with the the bubble mailer whoa whoa
1: thank goodness that six thousand dollar game shipped in a bubble mailer <laughs> anyways uh here you're, you're trying to say is there needs to be some sort of cachet, some sort of time there, there needs to be, there needs to be some sort of investment into it beyond just like uh, a limitation, uh, a falsely created limitation.
0: I want Poopslinger to become the grail Johnny. Okay. I think it could. It if, might. If, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I'm, I feel like I just don't care about PS4, but if there's someone 10 years younger than me and they're just like, man, PS4 is the coolest console to collect. This is the most important console to me. And Poopslinger is one of the rarest games on it.
1: And I'm just going to tell you, it's just one of those uh, gatekeepers for completing the set. And you're just going to be like, well, I mean, do we really count like that? Was it really a retail release? What do we call that? that people are going to, you know what Poopslinger is? It's a fucking debate item. And I hate it when someone's trying to do a eh, PS4 set. Eh, I think it
0: years. counts. No, is, I don't care. Topic. I don't
1: I don't want to have this conversation <laughs> with you. I don't care about poops. But something. like
0: modern consoles have so much BS like this. Like, why would yeah, you I even know. want to collect this?
1: Yeah, it's um yeah, there it's nonsense. Anyways, uh, are Grails worth it? Like, let me just so that was the initial thing on on video game sage. Are Grails worth it? Or do you think it's better just to go buy a bunch of random cool stuff? We never answered that.
0: I would rather have a bunch of cool stuff, Johnny. So I think actually we have to separate this out because there's uh, I, games are so expensive now, Johnny, like the high, high end games are just what, it, I don't know what's happening. Bitcoin millionaires, what's happening. I don't know. We have to separate out the speculation market from sort of the game collector market here, because if you're speculating on something generally, if you're making a bet on the million dollar thing, you you're hoping that it goes to one and a half million or two million, some ridiculous uh, multiple of an already very high price uh, to make your money have it be worth it, something like that. In that sense, I would say like you're not going to make that money buying complete and box Earthbounds or whatever you would get. Like you could buy a hundred complete and box Earthbounds versus a game that costs you know hundred thousand dollars. I think you would probably do better on the $100,000 game if the speculation market keeps going up. Um, but I think in terms of collecting, uh, no, I think there's more of an optimization function there. So the very best collectible stuff is usually priced. It's it's just more expensive than what it's worth in terms of adding to your collection. Complete in box stadium events, Johnny. What's that worth? Uh. You know, we'll go to, like, the best thing that, like, an, even a collector would want. NWC Gold for $500,000. For, like, $2,000 to $10,000, you can get something fucking incredible on any console, any period in history. Zelda test cards, competition cards, prototypes of whatever your favorite game is, besides maybe, like, the biggest A-listers. You can get Mystery House, calabeth, whatever the tippy-top PC games are, the most beloved pinball machines, Twilight Zone, Medieval Madness, Adam's Family, the most historic arcade games, Pong, Computer Space, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man. You can get a hundred things like that or you can get a second place magazine contest prize. And it's like, if you're looking at someone's collection and they have a hundred, like $5,000 items versus NWC Gold, Yes, people think NWC Gold is the grail of games. Why? I I don't know, man. NWC is okay. But you could have fucking a hundred almost equally awesome things, I would say.
1: And, you know, I, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, the, you could have a, a much cooler collect. If you were going for a collection, it's definitely cooler to go get the other things and not complete the set just to say that you did it. By FNWC was the thing, or even a stadium events. If you, I would rather have like to put it into a more realistic spectrum, rather than a stadium events. I would rather have, you know, a complete black box set with my Kid Icarus's and my Metroids attached, and my Punch Out as well, and then additionally a box linked to the past Super Metroid and some of my favorite, you know, Final Fantasy RPGs. Than looking at one stadium events like also those items are going to resonate with more people than stadium events is stadium events is only going to resonate with a very specific group of people and that group is small and they are not going to be that impressed because they probably have stadium events or other pricey Yeah, and then
0: they also have like myriad and mahjong and all the other yeah. stuff because when you're in that club you generally have everything
1: right. I mean, back in the day, stadium events was like the, oh, shit, you've got stadium events. You can do the set because that's what we're all doing. We're all collecting sets. But now I think that cachet has gone away. And now it's just like an investment item.
0: So there is. So I did want to break it down after that. So I think so I, I went with like a $500,000 game. I don't know. No one knows what NWC Gold would sell for right now. And then breaking it down is like two to $10,000. And it's like. Even, like, over $1,000, there are so few gaming things that cost $1,000 in the grand scheme of things that basically everything you get for $1,000 is fucking amazing. Uh, when you start getting down into your, you know, your Complete Box, Black Box games, your Link to the Past, the stuff that a lot of people want and is relatively out there but still expensive, I think there's a group of people, I'm not in this group, but there's a group of people who are like, I don't want that stuff because it's so easy. Basically, anyone can have a nice copy of Link to the Past, even if it is very important, even if it is very expensive. I only want those stadium events type, Myriad Cheatamon type item. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about things like we're, we're 10 years ago with the, these rare NES games. What what are the things people want? Sealed Pokeparks on the wheel. Sealed Wii.
1: Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Pokemon Blue. Uh, sealed.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm not going to say that always breaking something down into 10 cheaper things is better because it's not, um, especially when you cross over from this threshold where it's like things people can't really get to just things that people can get but are expensive. Um, but I think it's, it's your personal optimization function where that lies. If you find yourself, you can never save up for a $100 game because there are so many amazing $20 games. And I think that's a perfectly fine way to collect because like... Uh, Pokemon Red right now is a $300 game complete in box but you could still go and get your Final Fantasy VII Metal Gear Solid, fucking Mass Effect 2 is probably worth nothing. Grand Theft Auto 3 is worth nothing and these are amazing no, re- important remember games. Remember
1: when we did our our modern game draft and like there was just such a dearth of things we could still get that like we there was so much money. If we had just stuck at like super cheap items our list would have been like 100 long. Yeah, would have been ridiculous, we- <laughs> and they were, and it wouldn't have been bad choices. They all would have been really good games.
0: I we should do a similar episode of just uh like ten out of ten games that you can get for under ten dollars, and we'll just list all of them. Because I mean, a lot of them are going to be like up in like the twenty dollars range, maybe. But I bet GTA Three on PS Two, all the GTA games, maybe like under ten dollars seems pretty reasonable. And we could probably build a pretty good collection with just spending under ten dollars on games.
1: Uh, okay, we'll we'll do a. We should do, like, a little series like that. Build a, build a collection series, and we'll, like, put a, a price tag on it. All right. I'm in. Right. Sounds good. All right. I'm in, too. Uh, because, yeah, you don't have to collect at the tippy top to have a nice selection of good games. Um, and that that version of collector who just wants the stuff that no one can obtain, That that's, you know, those are the same people who want the one-of-one one pieces of art they like versus just, you know, having nice art. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I really like and we're gonna go really cheesy here. I really like Van Gogh's Starry Night, so I bought a print and some guy's like, mm, if it's not the real Van Gogh, I'm not I'm not really interested in you're like, oh, okay, I guess. But I just wanna fucking hang a picture on my wall because I like this. And that's basically what I do when I collect games. I I wanna just put these games on my shelf because I like them. Um, yeah, I like to collect sets too. That's a fun thing, but you know, uh only ha- like spending all of my money to only have the one thing isn't uh that's not interesting to me.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and like uh, when you're getting into the the it doesn't even have to be like the super high end. The stuff that's more expensive in any video game. So you're talking about a hundred dollar game or you know a, a five thousand dollar game. I can't even think of a five thousand dollar game. Um, sure, you can. It is because not not one that's not sealed. Like, Stadium Events is, or any expensive game, is expensive basically because it's popular. And if you do research into things that people maybe aren't looking at, uh, you could find equally rare things or equally interesting things. Maybe not Super Mario 64, but a, a Mario game, and not Mario No Photo P, Mr. Hypebeast over here, but there's, like, Mario PC games that are rare that no one's collecting. There's, like, a bunch of weird stuff... That if you just want to go get something rare or something interesting, it does not have to cost a lot of money at all. I agree. All right, Johnny. Do we have anything more to say about Grails? No, I don't have
1: any I don't have any more to say on that. Uh are Grails worth it?
0: Nah. Nah.
1: Most of the time, nah. Nah. <laughs> like unless you really gotta click check that box. Nah. And most sets don't really have true grails in my opinion they they have set grails or or you know uh barriers to entry but that if you want to call that a grail unless you really need unless you really need that box to be checked and trust me i understand that life but if if you don't nah.
0: I mean, I prioritize all my wants, and I want a loose stadium events, if you do consider that a grail, but because of the price it's at right now, I have it prioritized as a medium want, Um, because I know I could get better stuff if I spent $15,000, it's just 100% true, there's there's no earth on which a loose stadium event will be as cool as what you could spend $15,000 on. No. Nope. Loose stadium. I know
1: (laughs) you're like, you're like, could you imagine? You're like, okay, I could spend this $15,000. I could remodel this room in my house to create an excellent video game room. And also then spend $5,000 on some of the best video games in the world to play. Or I could show you the stadium events. Guys, I made the right choice. What a
0: great 7.0 though, Johnny. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. well you know no, there's no fat cats here so yeah no Mm-mm.
0: uh do you have a, a complete harpy personal trainer yes uh, you have a com- you have a blockbuster world championship it sounds like you're the fat cat here johnny is what i'm getting at
1: uh yeah i mm. mean are, are you calling me fat that's rude <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm I mean, sorry yes man. i can't but... say that
0: anymore you, what? what is what did wizards change fat packs to um bundles okay you're, a bundle. you're just a, you're bundle a bundle of of cats. Oh, i'm a bundle
1: of joy i look you're jolly a... is that because i'm fat
0: <laughs> no you can't say that oh
1: i mean i'm fat i think i can say that right is that people get so uncomfortable i make i make the joke at people at work especially since i work around a bunch of fit people and uh our culture is also very inclusive which i like uh, i'm not against that just to be clear uh but i'll make it i'm like you know whatever I, I, like i'm fat and they all look very uncomfortable i'm like guys i said it, it it's okay i i know what i know what i am i'm i'm okay do you, want, do you want some
0: help do you, we can bring you bring you with us to the gym
1: they're like, oh, do you do you want to uh, do you want to go for a ride? I'm not implying you need to go for a ride, <laughs> but uh, did you want? Oh my god, I don't know what to say anymore. Um, th- th- it gets very uncomfortable for them, and I I get a little chuckle out of it.
0: I um, I based on this podcast, I know you love making people uncomfortable or upset. I do
1: love. I do make. I like. I like not. I don't like to make people so uncomfortable that they can't function, but just that little bit of squirm. But I also immediately like to let them off the hook because it's not fun to keep people squirming. And, that's not fun for anyone.
0: Right. All right, Johnny. Are we moving on to the collector's questions part of the show?
1: Yeah, we are, buddy. Oh, I can't wait till we do the next episode where we have another person with us, because then we get to do collector's quiz. And boy, uh, man, have I told you about the, the collector's quiz episode?
0: No, you haven't. I feel like oh. you shouldn't.
1: Oh, I, I mean, we can't hype like an episode we're going to do.
0: Oh, I, I don't know. Don't No spoilers. Oh, well, tell tell really me about not. it, Johnny.
1: Okay. Okay. I, it's uh you know the quiz is not really a quiz i'm just going to throw out some random topics uh you and i guess presumably Stefan will come up with your points and i'm just uh you know you'll say your opinion and i will award points based on whose opinion I think is best not not who's right whoever gives the best answer to me based on how i feel so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be great some of it will be collecting around' re- related and some of it will be factual and some of it will just be bullshit and i'm going to enjoy it
0: i hope we talk for a half hour about whether the word grail means anything that would would be fun i bet the listeners want more of that
1: yeah i'm sure after this episode and all the the weird jokes we made and the references and talking about grails and uh, cups jesus drank out of that like people are going to be in for more of that they're like yeah please this is exactly what i come to the show for
0: I've got a question here from Strange Johnny. Tyler, what is it going to strange. take for you is to collect? Is it a strange question? Johnny, doing the thing. interrupt me.
1: I know. It makes it I hard it on to pur- talk. I know. I do it on purpose. I'm sorry.
0: Tyler, what's it going to take for you to collect for the mighty in television? Uh, pff, good games, which I don't think it has. I am okay with some in television games. Like I think Utopia is cool. I think Night is cool. Uh, dude, I just don't like playing the Intellivision. What? Like, man, talk about a misfit console. Like, they're the old console people, and then they're the Intellivision people. And the Intellivision people are the weird people, Johnny.
1: So the Intellivision people are basically the Xbox people of of the, like, PS2 and GameCube era. They're like, I got an Xbox. And you're like, that's nice, I guess.
0: Uh are they Are they even that mainstream? I don't even know. They're yeah. really off on the fringes of society. If it's 2021 and you're still in, in like an Intellivision Facebook group. Okay.
1: Okay. How about they are the Jaguar people? Sure. Amongst yes. the Super Nintendo and the Genesis people. <laughs> exactly.
0: And they're controlling.
1: Jaguar, sucks. 32 bits.
0: You guys don't oh, understand. The gear? control disc is superior to a D pad, yeah. it has yeah. oh. 58 directions or something.
1: No, look. I know you got a Game Boy Pocket over there, and you got a Game Gear. But have you heard of the Lynx? I can play California games on this.
0: Lord Hardstyle Z asks, uh, Tyler, what's it going to take for you to sell a game? Uh, it's going to take me to not be lazy because it's just laziness at this point. I need to list some stuff on eBay, mostly coins. I have a lot of coins. I need to list on eBay. Uh, it's not it a very fun sense. question. Yeah, cool, cool group of
1: questions you selected. No, I go in order.
0: Johnny Clearvis asks, "What item do you wish you could get your hands on that's gaming related, but probably has no real value to anyone but you?" Uh, For example, I'd love to get an SNES or GBA dev kit. Uh, Clearvis, that would be awesome, but I feel like that would have value to other people too. (laughs) Johnny, you want to take this one? Uh,
1: That doesn't have value to anyone else. I'm in this for the money, bruh. Uh, like whatever I get better, have value to people or I ain't paying for it. You know what I'm saying? This shit's got to make me money. Like this is my retirement. These are investments. These are stocks. These uh, ones over here are bonds, but these ones on the shelf I'm looking at now stocks.
0: Yep, yeah, And, uh, I agree. So, uh, next question then, uh, no, what, what do you, what do you got
1: <laughs> there? Tyler, I have like 10,000 games. There's like, I I don't know the thing I can't obtain that doesn't have value because I, I, one, I've been looking for things for a long time. like, I, I don't know what it is. Like a long time ago was the stupid black text disc, uh, for Compton's, uh, encyclopedia for the Sager CD. That's a
0: perfect example. That, (laughs) well,
1: but like, I don't have one of those things. I like that thing was the thing I found. No one cared about power goes out. I lose the auction and then it took me a couple years to find it, but I don't like, I don't have a thing like that right now. Like most things are obtainable that I want. They are just cost monies.
0: Yeah. I guess that's the hard part. If something really ha- is low value, but I want it and I can get it. I just get it. Like
1: um, also we've been doing it for a long enough time that those low that va- like, if it's something that requires like you look for years, well, we've been looking for years. So like we probably found it like it would have to be some like one off like a game from my childhood or something that had my name like uh, yeah, maybe you know what? T- your, your local video game store that you rented from. It's got the sticker on the back of the cart.
0: Johnny, for some reason, I haven't bought one, but uh, Flight Simulator 98. For some reason, I don't own a copy of Flight Simulator 98. And that is a game that I played a ton of in my childhood. And it's like literally $15, um, but I'm not buying it. I don't know why I'm not buying it. There's my answer.
1: Okay. All right. And I told you why I can't answer. So are we done with questions or do you want to do one more?
0: We do have a lot of questions. We could do one more, Johnny.
1: We could do one more. This didn't take too long.
0: Well, Todd from the internet asks, uh, what are the best in-person events around collecting shows, meetup conferences, etc." Okay. I don't know if um, either of us are super experts on this.
1: Well, I mean, I can talk for the ones that I go to and that are local to me. Sure. Um, uh one portland retro gaming expo woo uh, yeah i i like that one everybody goes there um i usually have a lot of fun it, it, the quality of my experience there is based around the people i see while i'm there um not necessarily the deals that i get so keep that in mind not to say that i don't get plenty of good deals while while i go there and Tyler can attest like he walked home with plenty of games uh after we went and some good deals There is a bunch of local events in SoCal. People are always doing them. So, again, nice. I like those, too. Um, There's going to be the SoCal Retro Gaming Expos coming back. I'm excited to go to that. Um, it's run by, is that really like a
0: best thing that you would travel to go do? I,
1: that's what I, I would, because I know that's why I'm saying to me. Yes. I, if I moved away, I would come back for the SoCal one because I know the people want to be a meetup. Also. I think that convention has the ability to grow. So yes, that's one I would look at, but the like the two, the two big ones I think are the Midwestern classic and a uh, Portland. I think those are the two that people go to like best ones.
0: Uh, yep. I can't vouch for Midwest Gaming Classic because I haven't been there. But yeah, it definitely is a very big one, and Portland is amazing. Um, much better than anything I've been to on the East Coast in terms of collecting. Like, I love Magfest, but you're going to Magfest for the music. You're going to Magfest for the party. The vendor floor sucks. It's not really for game collectors. It's everything. Everything that's a convention that isn't like really focused on something just kind of slowly morphs into an anime convention over time. So I really appreciate the the ones that are focused on things like pinball or video game collecting. Uh, the other one I'll throw out uh, just because I see vendors I like go there all the time. Too many games in Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, yeah, lots of people I go to too many one. games.
1: What's the other? There's the one in Arizona that people talk about quite a bit too. I forget. Arizona. Yeah, there's I'm one going in to a game. Arizo- uh,
0: a Burning Man. That's what you're talking about, Johnny.
1: No, no. There was one like there was like a weird active shooter event <laughs> though. Oh, like, great! few yeah. like, years ago. Um. No, yeah, and so there. I mean, there's just not too many choosy events. Arizona you know, like, Game
0: Fair. I don't remember Maricopa Con.
1: No, don't Game On Expo. I, I, I think it's Game On? Um
0: Game On, Johnny.
1: <laughs> shut your stupid. Tyler, I hate you. Um, the, the like other things that you can go see if you're in Vegas, uh, there's the pinball museum. Go check that out because
0: it's not game collecting; that's game playing. I'm being very specific here, Johnny. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right,
1: there's a video game store next to it. You can no, go buy. A no, game
0: store. I know. I, I I forgot to go there when I've been there twice. And I forgot to go to the game store both times. I've heard it's expensive though. <laughs> it is because obviously they can I, get you because. Also, you're wrong now, because the the Pinball Museum moved. They have a bigger location. I think they're on the Strip now. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: It's, um, it's hard to imagine they got a bigger location and then went to the Strip. I don't know. It's, Vegas is weird. Probably the money Yeah, uh, Maybe
0: getting. they're not. I mean, I don't think they're on the Strip. It's probably uh, basically impossible to get on the Strip, Johnny. But uh, yeah. what 4925 Las Vegas Boulevard South. Is that the Strip? I don't, I don't know. I don't like Vegas. Dude, let's go to Vegas. Anyone want to go to Vegas? Just hit me up. I will go to Vegas. Are you a
1: Vegas guy?
0: I am a Vegas guy, Johnny. I am am 22 years old. I'm not 22, but I want to be 22. What are you going to, what do you do when you go to Vegas? I'm I'm I play pinball. (laughs) And, And this might be surprising, Johnny, but I drink, gamble, and go to shows. And I just walk drink, around, you, you and you can have gamble? alcohol anywhere, and there's pizza, and you could stay up till five in the morning, and it's super normal. Johnny, as someone who stays up really late, there's one city in the world built for me, and it's Las Vegas.
1: I mean, I stay up super late, too, but I don't need things super late. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Like, I know. So, what? Yeah, I... I, You know, I've never understood the appeal, because I, I... You know, I hate smelling like cigarettes and I like hate encountering random drunk people when I'm just trying to like, I don't know, go grab a sandwich.
0: Why are you in Las Vegas if you're just going to go grab a sandwich and not run into drunk people?
1: I'm, I've gotten old and I I don't enjoy it anymore. Actually, like Vegas is good for like two days and then after two days, I'm over it, completely over it. And, like, my clothes stink, and I'm like, I'm ready to go home now. I hate this.
0: See, I haven't been there in a, in a few years. Well, I mean, I haven't been anywhere in a few years. I'm really curious to see uh, if I just start hating things after after two days. I wonder how old I'm getting, Johnny. Um,
1: I, you're in your 30s now. You're, I, your window for liking things uh, reduces.
0: Mm. That's a bummer.
1: Yeah, it sucks. I do like to go to shows, and Vegas usually does get some, like, interesting shows, so. I will go there for that.
0: And they have good food. Johnny, you're fat. You like food.
1: Oh, ouch, dude. But yeah, there's some <laughs> excellent buffets there. That uh, would have hurt more except for all of the generous padding I have around my body.
0: <laughs> Johnny, what are you buying? What are you No, playing? what are you buying and what are you playing? What? Are you, don't, don't, what? You're going to make you... me bring up my tab first? You're going to play fastest finger here?
1: No, I'm not going to make you do that. You just like transitioned us very rapidly.
0: I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, we people don't want to hear us talk about like, well, should we go to Vegas? Oh,
1: I don't know. Well, you, well, you always you go. You can just cut all of it. It doesn't matter. Okay, I got Tomb Raider Legend for the PS2. Wow,
0: that's a hot game right there.
1: Yeah, it's got the sticker in it though.
0: Oh, you got some cool variant. Tell us it's about it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, there's one that has a a flap. You know, it's got a gatefold slip cover, and you can get a sticker in it. And I know about this because Josh Byerly told me. So thank you, Josh Byerly, for telling me about that. So I bought one. Um, I got that seventh guest combo box that you told me about.
0: Oh, that thing's so cool. I wish I bought that, honestly. That's so cool. (laughs)
1: Uh, I got, as I showed you, I got Alone in the Dark for the 3DO. and Don't tell people what that is. It's
0: like a... It's like the 7th guest and 11th hour. Oh, okay. They were shrink-wrapped yeah. together and they have a cardboard slip around them.
1: Yep, and the the cardboard slip says 7th guest on one side and 11th hour and it only covers the bottom of the box. It's cool.
0: I like And it. they're both big boxes, so it's enormous and this thing cost you like less than $40. Yeah,
1: it, like it cost me $45 shipped. So basically at that size it was like free. Um yeah, then I bought alone in the dark. Big box with, uh, you know, the first edition with all the feelies and stuff in there and the newspaper. And I got, uh, yeah, tiny book, tiny little letters, copyright protection that I bought alone in the dark on the three do Cause I was like, might as well. And then there, here's the big one that everyone I know is just like super jazzed on. And it is lifeline for the PS2. It's an RPG. Um, it's actually lifeline voice action adventure. And a microphone is required to play it because it's Hey You Pikachu. Thank you, uh, snus Finder, for that. Uh, yeah, it's Hey You Pikachu for the PlayStation 2 and, and a space RPG. So if you're into that kind of stuff.
0: I've but never guess what? heard of this game.
1: Yeah, guess what? They didn't package it with a microphone, even though the microphone is required. Except in Europe and Japan, where they did pa- pa- package it with the microphone. So yeah. What?
0: how could they sell this without a microphone i don't Who had a ps2 know. microphone what SingStar star and rock band people this came out in 2003 so it was like you I didn't think. have a ps2 microphone at this point right but it came out in 2004 still way before like rock band uh, maybe karaoke things were is this game uh, rare i mean it needed a microphone
1: no, but it's desirable and it kind of hit like this weird, it's kind of hit some weird like culty status. It's very plentiful, but it like became like a 50 to a $80 game. Um, just in like that PS2 bump and people are like, yeah, and it's a like Konami game when Konami wasn't total dog shit. Fucking um, no, I guess they were total dog shit. It was after 1995. Um, so oh, gotcha Konami. Fuck you. No, they had some fine PlayStation one games. Uh, yeah, it's just people, people got into this game because of the microphone gimmick. And, um, yeah, it's a thing. I bought it cause I, you know, I always buy these dumbass RPGs when I can get my hands on them. Cool. That's what I bought. What'd you play? Um, all right. So if you remember the last episode where I told you I was playing the last of us and then I was like, I'm going to start again and just keep going yeah i did that i got all the collectible items and then i started the last of us too and people are like johnny have you started metroid dread yet and i'm like no i haven't because i can play the last of us without thinking because i've played it enough and i have some time set aside like thanksgiving time frame is when i'm gonna dig into metroid dread because i can't i can't be tired when i play it i want to enjoy it i don't want to just i don't want to just be trying to get through it or have it be mindless i want to Sit down, look yeah. at it, think about it. So people are like, why haven't you just done it yet? And That's why, because I need to. I need to actually, in this adult life, when I have a small child and my wife works nights, and I'm scrambling to do anything ever, I need to like really set aside quality time to do a thing if I if I really want to enjoy it. So that's why. But I'm waiting. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully. Within two episodes, I can tell you, I started to play Metroid Prime or Metroid Dread, and I really hate it or love it, whichever I'm feeling.
0: All right. Let me know when you start so I could start. So I actually, I forgot about this. Uh, I got the Metroid Dread uh, Collector's Edition. I don't know if that's hard to get. I haven't looked into it, Uh, but Clearvis got one for me because when I wanted one, they were all out of stock. Uh, I haven't opened it yet, so I haven't started playing, but I'll start playing whenever you start playing, Johnny. We can go. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, I've got some dates on my calendar that i'm like looking to, to start it off we'll sync up and we'll begin
0: that's a crazy you're scheduling your gaming time that sounds like turning your hobby it, into a job if i've ever heard
1: well that. i know because i told you because i need to do i need to have quality time and i like i need to put it on a calendar tell like my wife like look you, like you got to put the baby to bed i don't want to be fucking around doing all this stuff i want to start at like eight o'clock i don't want to be tired when i'm doing this this is the thing like i'm playing last of us at like 11 O'clock when I'm waking up at like six and five thirty in the morning, so I'm only sleeping like I'm going to bed at like twelve thirty, you know one. So I'm only sleeping like four hours, and half the time I'm falling asleep. Like I wake up and I'm like, oh, time to turn off the PlayStation, and I'm like, climb into bed, uh, and I don't want to be doing that with Metroid, so that's why I like I really have to schedule it. I have to treat it like a thing I want to do with some respect. All
0: right, I understand that, Johnny. Anything else you're doing?
1: No, that's it. What about you?
0: I got a copy of Ultima 7, The Black Gate, which uh, most of the Ultima games come with uh, like some little shiny feely. This one comes with a metal triangle. Got to get that metal triangle, Johnny. It might be called an Ankh or that might be from a different game. I don't know. Uh, I think Ultima 6 is where they change the interface to be kind of a mess. Um, and where it just feels super dated. I will never play this game, Johnny. Uh, um, I got, as a festive treat, Johnny, the Half-Life 2 Holiday 2006 Collection for PC. Uh, Woo! Something I did not know existed, but I'm looking for uh, Half-Life 2 Big Box. I want a really nice Half-Life 2 Big Box. And this came up, and I'm like, huh, it's it's Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Counter-Strike Source, and Half-Life 1 Source. In just like a thick DVD case, and it's called the Holiday 2006 collection. Don't know, idea where it came from. It was 13 bucks. Uh, sure, I'll take it. Half Life 2, it's Christmas, it's got the Half Life 2 logo wearing a Santa hat on the front.
1: Uh, that's kind of awesome, right? You that's should awesome. save, yeah, that's kind of awesome. And one of those ones you could have talked about on our Christmas episodes coming soon. Oh, no, because all right, what, uh, we'll cut uh, that. Uh, oh, man, Everyone will have
0: to wonder what I just said now, Johnny. <laughs> You just bleep the whole thing. I got bleep just like
1: the just go dead air and then come back, Johnny, or you can do the thing the little sound two minutes later, and then no,
0: we're we're too old for that, Johnny. Uh, Johnny, I got dragon Stomper for the atari twenty six hundred star path supercharger.
1: Holy shit, what?
0: Yeah, you know what? Kanakis, who's listening to this show right now, knows what the Star Pass Supercharger is. He got a copy of Dragon Stomper, which is what made me want to go get a copy of Dragon Stomper, which is maybe kind of technically the first console RPG. Uh, RPG, a genre that has deep history on PC, and it came to an obscure Atari add-on as his, his first entry on consoles, I guess, I don't know a lot about Dragon Stomper. I just bought it to be like, hey, I guess it's a first something if you kind of think about it. All right. And uh, is it neat? I literally know nothing about it. I can't play it. I don't have a Star Path Supercharger.
1: You bought a game you can't even play? I
0: can't play it. And I really don't know anything about it except that it's considered the first console RPG. I, I have to look more into it. Um, you know what? I've been playing Atari games. It's not like I don't play Atari games, Johnny. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Let me tell you about uh, Mountain King, the only game I've been playing the past week.
1: Yeah, you've played a lot of Mountain King. i played a lot of Mountain King.
0: You might even say I made a YouTube video. I'm going to say it's the only good YouTube video about Mountain King. Um, I'm going to say
1: you are the Mountain King.
0: But it's not a review. I... This was just, I I was randomly browsing video game stage. I went to the leaderboards. I went to look at the Atari leaderboards. I'm like, ah, maybe I can go beat someone's high score. That would be a thing to do this weekend. And they have like this system set up where they're like fake Activision badges. We're like, get 100,000 in Mountain King and you can get a badge. And I'm like, that sounds great. I love platformers. And so I played some Mountain King and I'm like, man, I am really not good at this game. Let me go cheat and look up what the Atari age nerds are doing and someone will have written some long strategy guide and they'll be 75 years old and tell me how to play Mountain King. And there's nothing on the internet on how to play Mountain King. There's no map, there's no strategy, no one knows like how to point press or do anything. So I made a YouTube video telling people how to play Mountain King, a game that is 38 years old and Most likely no one will ever really need to seriously play in their life, Johnny. Uh, I agree. Yeah. If you don't know what mountain King is, just imagine pitfall two, but a little bit simpler. Um, You basically go underground into a maze that is not randomly generated, but the thing you need to find in the maze is randomly placed. And then you go to the bottom, you get the mountain King's crown and you escape to the top. And that sounds epic. It takes about two minutes. Anyway, I had a lot of fun playing Mountain King, Johnny.
1: You did. I also it don't have so a copy so of this game, right. now I'm
0: looking for a copy of Mountain King Complete in box.
1: Oh, yeah. I've got one. I'll send it to you. All right. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Do you have 2,600 games? Do you, are you one of those people who just like completely turns up their nose to Atari? Uh, you've seen my Black Box Haunted House, haven't you? Okay. So is that a note? Do you have Adventure? I don't. Okay. So you don't collect Atari, then?
1: No. I have Pitfall and yep. I have Pitfall 2, wow. and I have Haunted House, and I have... Did I get... No, I didn't get Smurf yet.
0: I specifically didn't say Pitfall, because I'm like, okay, if he's going to have one game, it's probably Pitfall. I picked, like, the second most popular game to have.
1: No, Pit, Pitfall 2 is one of the most important games uh, in my whole video game life. So, yeah, I've got Pitfall 2. And I got Combat. Remember, I got the Gatefold Combat. No, way, one.
0: you have a Combat yeah. Does anyone else listening one. here have the a fir- combat?
1: The first print combat, oh, the first not the bullshit combat. ones.
0: It's still pretty because, bullshit, but yeah, I appreciate it, a good gatefold combat.
1: Yeah. So it's not that I have none. I just don't have many. Uh, cause some Custer's Revenge. Oh, yeah. Beat 'em and eat em.
0: Good stuff. All right. All right. So you don't yeah. collect Atari games. You just have <laughs> a handful no. of cool Atari games. Correct. Well... I was just right to go get Mountain King. Games. Actually, it sounds like there's probably literally 50 better games that you could get. Go get like a Hero. If you like Pitfall 2, you'll probably like Hero, John.
1: Like my, I, I look at Atari games that I should get and literally on my list are, are like Donkey Kong. Like, oh, I should probably have a Donkey Kong. Um, Congo Bongo, Kaboom, Jungle Hunt. Like Jungle Hunt even above most of the other ones. Because I loved me some Jungle Hunt back in the day.
0: Uh, that's a game. I don't know about print runs on that, but like Jungle Hunt is definitely one of those games that was ten dollars sealed for the longest time. So you could probably easily find a really nice Jungle Hunt.
1: Yeah, really liked River Raid. Uh, that was yep. another one I was like super <laughs> that's into.
0: That's one of those like Venezuelan games. There's a seemingly endless supply of, so you can you can go get a really cheap River Raid.
1: Yeah, that and, and the last one that's like super on my list is Smurf.
0: Uh, yeah. Did I get one of those or did I get it for ColecoVision? I might've got it for ColecoVision. I think you got the Coleco. But, uh, yeah, I'm totally down to get box. some Smurf. I love my early platformers, yeah. Johnny.
1: Smurf is really good. Not really good, but it's, I, I like Smurf.
0: You know, you brought up Donkey Kong as something you had to own. I didn't say it because I didn't play it for that long. I played it for, I don't know, 20 minutes, but I played 2600 Donkey Kong. Uh, cause I never put like any kind of real time into it. I've heard people defend it. It is garbage. (laughs) It's not good. I mean,
1: it's not, I,
0: (laughs) it has two levels, but that's not even the problem. The second level does not play like the arcade, like, like the fireballs in the second level of Donkey Kong, they kind of like chase you around, um, and like move kind of randomly. Like they're, they're a big pain in the ass to avoid in the arcade version. In the Atari version, they just move left and right on their platform until they get to the end and then they turn around. So it's completely like, it, oh, it's. It's, it's bad. I mean, I know yeah, the whole thing yeah. is that that version of Donkey Kong is bad, but no surprise Donkey Kong on 2600 is bad.
1: Yeah. And I'm not getting it because, oh, it's Donkey Kong or anything. I was like just a game I played as a kid. I like a lot of it is like, oh, I should go get these games I had as a kid. And like Crystal Caverns is another big one on my list. Like I really need to get Crystal Caverns and I think it's Crystal Caverns. I always confuse it, but it's the one with the yeah, bear. Get the James Bentley bear. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly, because that was, like, the first game I ever told my parents to, like, hey, because they had an Atari, and I was like, this is what we should get, like, this game.
0: <laughs> Why did you say like that? that? Is it because the cause, the arcade cabinet looks fucking awesome? And you're uh, like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I need this, look at this thing.
1: I, I think it was because it had a bear wizard on it, honestly. Oh, all right, I mean, I that like, makes sense, like, fucking too. cool, like, on the front, I mean, I was, like, maybe four years old or something when this happened.
0: All right, I mean, you had some good tasting games. It sounds like, yeah, you sound like you knew what you were doing,
1: yeah, I mean, this like I said, I was like four, so like the also, I had like the stuff that I had like combat was the first game that like I sat like that's the first game I remember playing like by myself and like fully understanding like what the hell I'm doing. like I don't need my parents to do this. I'm going to the Atari to do my own stuff. I'm gonna go play some combat right now, so that's why I have combat.
0: It is crazy to me. That you could, so you're talking about these games like Donkey Kong and Crystal Castles. Like, they sound like pretty formative games, like maybe not the most formative, but games you played as a kid. And you could walk up to someone and be like, Oh, yeah, I have 10,000 video games. You're like, Wow, you must have every game from your childhood, everything you've ever played. And you're like, No, I don't really have the stuff I played as a kid.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't have those because I turned my nose up at Atari.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: I'm like, I don't want a bunch of Atari games. Like, because Nintendo was the truth, right? Like Nintendo was the thing that was like, oh, like I went and I got Pitfall and I got Haunted House because those were the two most important. Then like I have this list now, but now my my lists have been changing. I'm like what I do uh and how I'm collecting has changed a little before like I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go do sets. I'm like, oh, the Genesis. I never played all these games, so I want to go do all this stuff. Now I'm like, I'm more in back to like a nostalgia thing like you know i have these games that were important to me it's not just like oh i played them like these ones were actually important to me as a little kid so now i want to go grab those too so i got a little i'm on a little nostalgia vibe right now um like this i bought like another star wars figure not too long ago like in, in box i got like a list of uh you know couple other figures maybe I want. I keep looking at that Castle Grayskull like, maybe one day, Castle Grayskull, me and you. But that's a slippery slope. I can't get into He-Man. It's so dangerous.
0: Uh, Alright, Johnny. Th- yes, I agree. Don't... Uh, well, Get that Castle Grayskull. That'd be awesome. But, um, I... Yeah. Out of all the dumb stuff that you maybe buy, I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna say, some of the stuff you might buy might be pretty dumb. Tomb Raider Legend? Cool variant. Johnny, how much did you pay for it?
1: Um, hold on, I'll tell you exactly I think it was like
0: 20 bucks All right. well, I was hoping it would be more There, you can get a sealed Crystal Caverns for the Atari 2600 A childhood game of yours For $35
1: Okay, well, I I probably will
0: When? Johnny, you've been a collector for decades
1: It'll happen, Tyler
0: (laughs) Everyone listening, go buy All the sealed, all the complete box and sealed copies of Crystal Castles uh, make sure Johnny can't get a copy, and he feels bad for not getting it. I don't think they want to do that. Man, this box art is awesome. The best. <laughs> it's, just, like, it's just fucking see, so See, I, I usually think of the arcade version, but just like cartoon Bentley Bear wearing his wizard hat, uh, jumping yeah. at you, man, it is some good yeah. box art.
1: Yeah, he's just like, uh, like, you can imagine me being a little kid walking up and be like, hundred percent. Oh, yeah, that, that's the one. The, the like, little witch and shit on there, too, like... I should probably just go buy a lot of Atari games because it'll probably have it in there. And I'll just be like, all right, now I got these like 10 Atari games. should probably grab Joust while I'm at it. I didn't love Joust when I played it a lot.
0: Uh, you know, I get in these different gaming moods too, obviously. Uh, right now I'm, I'm feeling short games mostly. And some people are like, oh, I love shooters. I like spending $300 on some Saturn shooter because I like playing my games 20 minutes at a time. And I just, I feel like if I play a shooter once for 20 minutes, that's not the experience I'm looking to get out of a shooter. Usually when I want to play a shooter, I sit down for a couple hours and I try to learn it and get better at it because playing a shooter once, you probably really suck and have a lot of mechanics to learn and enemy patterns. It's just like, you can continue your way through the game, but that's not like the experience of playing a shooter. Uh, And I've just been in the mood of playing Atari. Like I've been playing fucking golf, Johnny golf is a bad golf game would you believe it i sure would I, but i've been I playing a, a few games of golf trying to get better there's a par in it i want to get better at golf
1: oh hey have you seen the crystal castles uh that is like for the pc from like 2004
0: <laughs> is this podcast still happening Crystal Castles PC 2004, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, go 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 find that box art. It'll make you not want to play Crystal Whoa, Castles. Okay. There's also a combat. So they what they did, they did like a classic series for the PC. And uh, so there's like combat and Crystal Castles. They pop up and I'm always like, nope, those aren't the ones. Don't do it.
0: It looks like so to paint a word picture for friends. If you know the PS2 box art for Snow White and the Seven Clever Boys, that like weird, creepy CG look. uh, Imagine a bear looking like that. It's pretty bad. What is is this? Just a port of Crystal Castles, or is this like a 3D remake kind of thing? I you don't know. Why is there a Crystal Castles port for PC in 2004? It literally makes no sense. John, do we have anything else going on in this podcast?
1: No, nope, I, we can end it. You could, you could have ended it before this. All right, Tyler, hey, where can we find you?
0: Uh, On the Video Game Sage or Instagram, I'm gen default G E N.
1: And you can find me on Instagram and on our Patreon. If you're not a patron, remember, you can join for as little as two or as much as six, but probably $4 is your best option because that's where you get additional content. And uh, if you want to do that, go to uh patreon.com slash collector's quest it's i harp on this but i say there's a lot of great people because there are and there's a lot of knowledge and it's a fun group of people to hang out with if you want to if you don't i'm not holding that against you enjoy the podcast as you do all right uh that's that's it thanks for joining us and listening to us uh Talk about Grails with a Z, definitely, with a Z at the end, uh, because that's the best way to spell any word, if you can get a Z at the end.
0: All right, bye! That is our show. If you were wondering, the Pinball Hall of Fame, by most definitions, would be the first building not on the Las Vegas Strip. Who cares? Thank you to Ape Fit, A-P-E-Bit, Like the Monkey, for our amazing intro music, apefit.bandcamp.com. I thought he had a new album or something, but I just looked it up. I don't see it. Maybe it's coming soon. Red the Game Shark has a new album out. New-ish. It's... Devil's Castle Sharkula by Mega Shark, also on Bandcamp. We've got all sorts of creative types in the Collector's Quest family. Thank you to the patrons, Richard Patron, number one, Bowden, Canadian Variant Alert, Chris Glidden, Nintendo World Champion, Daniel Jaxvek, high-end collector, Andrew Brim, 50 Hertz is good enough for me, Andre, Ben Parker, a bad enough dude to rescue the president, video games were meant to be slabbed, Brandon Ackley, Brian Gupta, and Pocky and Rocky with Becky, Mint Condition, Brian J Mora, the strictly limited super rare Bruno, Fat Cat Collector Chris Jackson Chris SNK Too Many NES Accessories Morozek Johnny's GBA Hookup Coffee with Mr. Saturn Playing with Power Connor Strange The last game you need for the set Cory O'Brien Unpunched Hang Tab Dustin Beagle He has returned to judge this city Eric Addison Man of Nintendo in the world of Nintendo Funky Brewsta The actual Shinobi Jasonic the Kid Jeff the Game Boy Ferris. Red Pyramid Thing, Jonathan Shados, Lance Lord Hardstyle Z! The Degenerate Matt Fall. Mr. CIB, get your loose genesis carts out of here! Funko Land employee platform agnostic. Read the game shark. New Castlevania album album. The Famicom Box Retro Game Enthusiast! Vintage video game connoisseur who knows they're better than modern games. The Fuzzy Sean the Gamer Collective! NewCraft, who can beat Mega Man without the pause trick, impossible. Previously unknown variant, Tim Walker from the internet, Todd Fisher, can't put limits on collecting, VG Collectaholic, The Willennium, Will Joe, keeper of the Zelda variant, 0x def code, getting the full PS2 set because Stefan won't, all caps, what a 9.8, A Benji, Actually Rare, Bird Dog Gaming. New YouTube video came out today on Wii Variants. Brandon Rogers, whose favorite episode is the wrestling episode. Dropping the Mario 64 Penguin off the map, Brandon Chacker. Still finding deals in 2021, Colton Murphy. A winner is him, David Green. Derek Lauer, who made me edit this show. Don Libby, the hero of time, actually understands the Zelda timeline. Jeff Pierce, he is error, Jeff Russell. Jeremy Jarvis, here for the Pog Talk. Jim Jacobs, world record holder of best collection. Joe actually plays his games, Champity. Video game art collector, because video games are art. Justin Chichio, Lateral Movement, who's got a Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. Michael, post it in the Discord right now, Chiaramonti, Nick the video game database, Morgan. Homebrew mastermind, Divertov. The other guy who collects Korean releases, Peaceful Games. Dungeon master, Reed Stubenick. The Promoter, Retro RPG Podcast, Tom, Obscure Variant Chaser Chase, Zaventorian, he knows all 97 Nintendo games, Andrew, actually collecting N-Gage, oh, how much can there be to collect? How long, it are you done yet? Be Nugs! Nugs! Chesno, all your base are belong to him, Colby, he is Sinistar, Corhagen does what Nintendo don't Daniel McArdle, who thought this was the Retronauts' Patreon. The Modern Database, Danny Gomez. The Philatelist, Dork, Overlord. My Childhood PlayStation Idol, Game-Rave.com. Joseph Rogers got 50000 on Double Dragon. Collector of everything, including Atari, Kaelin McAteer. Sam, Sega Mark III, Marks. And Sean, the video game, Illuminati. LaCroix, thank you guys so much.